In fact, all these pronouncements are true. You are not at your best when you pack every moment of the day with more to do, but when you are willing to engage in intentional and indulgent periods of downtime. Don't let anyone tell you it's lazy to linger over a coffee while watching the parade of people passing the cafe, that gazing out the window daydreaming is a waste of time, or even that hanging out your washing while a report sits unfinished on your laptop is procrastination. These might just be the most important moments in your day. There is a deep pool of discerning insight, surprising creativity and profound wisdom residing inside each of us. But it will rest there untapped, unseen and unheard unless you reclaim the right to be idle from time to time. It's only when you untether your mind from the constant push and pull of daily tasks that another layer of depth bubbles to the surface. That's why so many people experience aha moments in random places like the shower, looking out the window of a train, walking in nature and while on holidays. A total transformation takes place in your brain when you slow down, look up, let go and fall silent. In this book we'll reveal the science that explains why doing nothing is a bona fide strategy for achieving what you really want. We'll share stories to remind you that your greatest moments of clarity emerge when you gear down. And we'll explore the many ways to reacquaint yourself with the glorious power of being idle without going crazy. Moments of Inspiration J.K. Rowling, author of the famous Harry Potter novels, is often asked what the inspiration was for her work. Explaining where the story came from is always very difficult because I don't really know. The idea came to me very suddenly on a train journey from Manchester to London in 1990. This mysterious experience fascinates us because we've all had glimpses of it, even if it's not the prelude to a big life-changing shift. In an unexpected and seemingly inexplicable moment, things suddenly make sense, and all we can say is, I can't really explain it. It was like an epiphany. It just hit me. Maybe you were out for some exercise, or in the shower, or sitting in traffic. Then bam, an idea arrives as if from nowhere. It feels like a lightning bolt has struck, and left behind a precious residue. A new perspective you couldn't possibly see before that seemingly aimless moment. It might be a personal realisation that suddenly crystallises and can no longer be ignored. This is not the relationship for me. Or it could be a spark of inspiration about your work that now catapults you back into it with a renewed energy and a clearer direction. Whether these gifts from the ether are big or small, they always feel like important navigation points. They are different to solutions that emerge from a logical flow of thinking things through or results that appear at the end of an intense period of effort. When you plan your holidays, respond to an email, or even just reflect on a meeting while sitting on the bus home. You can track the steps your thoughts take from start to finish. But when a leap of insight strikes, it's as mysterious as passing through a black hole. One moment you are just sitting quietly, and the next moment the world is irrevocably changed. Isaac sat in his garden, as he did most afternoons, enjoying the changing colours of the sky. Birds flew past as they foraged for their last meal of the day and the wind tickled the leaves of a laden apple tree. As he sat peacefully, his body was relaxed, he 
his heartbeat was slow and steady, and his attention wandered gently across the vista below, captured by nothing in particular. In that moment, an apple fell from the tree. In Isaac's open and receptive state, the movement of the apple was recorded as more than just a trivial act of nature. Somewhere deep in the recesses of his brain, a cascade of ideas, theories and notions that had been brewing for many years, but had remained jumbled like an unfinished jigsaw puzzle, suddenly found their missing piece, the theory of gravity. If, rather than relaxing and doing nothing in particular, Sir Isaac Newton had been sitting in his garden dwelling on problems, running through his to-do list for the next day, or reviewing his unfinished papers trying desperately to unravel his long-sought solution, the falling apple would not have made its mark. At best he may have thought to himself, it's time to harvest those apples. Or he might have mindlessly picked it up and eaten it. Or he may not have seen it at all. He probably would have walked away from his garden that afternoon, shoulders heavy, head hung low, and continued the hard slog of trying to find the answer.